Hey, welcome to another episode of the Living It by Design Lounge podcast. All things health and lifestyle so we can live our best lives and uh, get clarity in the process. I am your host, Jeanette Schaub, and a certified master life and transformational health coach. And I really appreciate you tuning in and hope that you are enjoying this series. So today, I want to talk about something a little interesting. Um, and it's called woundology. I also thought it would be a little fun and a little different, and it might be something that um, you've not heard of before or not that familiar with, and you also might agree, not agree with it, <laughs> but I'm gonna throw it out there anyway because it's all about gaining perspectives and um, opening our minds to create new experiences, right? And so, again, whether or not you believe in this sort of thing or on board with it, I hope you listen to the end. And if nothing else, just hope it creates some awareness and maybe shifts your perspective slightly or opens your mind to some new ideas. Um, when we feel our best, it allows us to show up as our best self. And isn't that worth exploring a little bit, right? So woundology, if you've not heard this term, it is basically when you identify or over-identify with or stay stuck in your wounds. The belief that there is strong energy, quote unquote stuck energy, surrounding our wounds, we can carry this with us throughout our lives and it can sabotage reaching our goals as well as interfere with our work, relationships, and just living a fulfilled life and experiencing more joy. And so that can be, so we're gonna take it a little deeper than just that. If you go out there and you look for woundology, there's a lot of information about this premise. And most of it refers to situational wounds, like wounds from our childhood, emotional wounds, things that we carry with us into adulthood or throughout our lives. I want to talk about that energy, that real stuck energy associated with wounds that we carry in our body, right? So we're going to kind of just add another layer of that. And so, and some, um, explain it as just that, but again, if you just go out there and you, you might see a lot of information that just talks about the past defining the future, you know, past wounds from childhood, past things we experienced as kids and so on, and how we carry that with us, but we're going to talk about how it might manifest in the body. Today's going to be kind of a short podcast. Again, just wanted to throw this out there, give you something new to think about. And see if it if uh, if it resonates on any level. Um, and again, woundology could also just mean never healing from our wounds, and that would be those things that we just don't really ever deal with or get over, and they show up in our life. So emotional wounds. But I want to talk. Um, I want to think about. You know, before you say, oh, I don't believe in you know, energy in the body and it's showing up as pain and things like that, which is what we're going to talk about a little bit today. Think about the phrases that we use, you know, emotional wounds, heartache, broken hearts, making ourselves sick, all things like that, right? There's some truth to that. Some people will say, like, he died of a broken heart or she died of a broken heart. Um, it's because there's this association with pain manifesting in the body. I'm not going to go deep on that. Um, again, you may or may not believe in that, but there are lots of books out there that talk about uh, physical pain um, as it relates to stress and other 
uh, traumatic events in our lives that actually shows up in places in our body. Um, and there are exercises like tapping and whatnot that focus on the energy in the body, which I'll probably do a podcast on just because it's kind of a cool tool to have to reduce stress um, and to alleviate pain and some other things. But today, again, just wanted to scratch the surface of this whole premise of woundology as it relates to stuck energy that shows up in our body. And so... Um, that being said, again, today I'm just going to give you some associations between pain in your body and what else that could mean or another way to think about that pain or uh, explore that pain and how it's manifesting. So ask yourself if you feel stuck in your body somewhere, are you feeling pain in your back, in your shoulders, in your neck? And we're going to release our personal power and shift our perspective. And so how we do this is by looking at different parts of the body and then asking ourselves a question as it relates to that. So for instance, if I have arm pain, I might look at that as what am I holding on to or embracing that needs to be released. As we go through a couple of these, you're going to see quickly what the premise here is. But... Um, so again, if I'm experiencing arm pain, what else could be going on there? What am I holding on to or embracing that needs to be released? If I have back pain, what is causing me to bear an undue burden or stress? Again, if you read books that talk about pain manifesting in the body as a result of trauma or stress, then you might be able to make an association there Personally, I have experienced that. I can tell you specifically what was going on in my life, uh, very stressful times that absolutely had an impact on the pain that I was experiencing in my lower back. It was chronic. And so I'm going to talk a little bit about that today, too. I just want to introduce something to you. But anyway, um, so back pain. Who or what could be causing me to bear undue burden? Was there something traumatic that happened also at the time or an emotional wound around the time that you might have experienced back pain? Digestive problems, the question would be, what ideas, beliefs, or experiences are you having trouble digesting? So, again, just to open your mind to this concept, if you're just not quite with me, um, Think about how often we make ourselves sick, right? That's a real thing. Something happens and I might physically feel ill. I might get a stomach ache. I might want to throw up. You know, those things are actually happen. So why is that? It just, I don't know the answers. You know, I don't know, have like a, that's not a black and white answer, but I'm asking in the sense of open your mind to the possibility that that could actually be a real thing. So why not ask one step further and say, what ideas, beliefs, or experiences am I having trouble digesting? And is it showing up in my body in that way? Eye pain, eye problems. What needs to be seen that I've ignored? Hearing, ear infections. What am I not hearing that must be heard? Fatigue. 
What in life is wearing me out and making me sleep or shut off? Again, all these might not apply. Some may. If at the very least it just makes you pause and say, wow, I never really thought about that. Or perhaps this is a possibility. That's all, right? It's just about creating awareness and listening to our bodies more than we typically do. Our bodies really tell us a lot, and we often choose to ignore them. Leg pain and cramps. In what ways am I not standing on my own two legs or own two feet? Shortness of breath. How am I struggling to breathe in life and experience? Think about that one. Have you ever felt so anxious about something or just had so much going on and maybe a lot of stress that you actually could feel yourself not breathing? That would very much be a question that I'd be able to answer of how am I struggling to breathe in life in that moment when I'm feeling that way. So not too far of a stretch, right? <laughs> neck pain. I mean, we've all joked about this, right? Why do we say he's a pain in the neck, she's a pain in the neck? Who or what is being a pain in the neck? Think about tension that you hold in your body. I know for me, when I'm stressed or have tension in my life, it absolutely shows up in my shoulders and my neck. For one, my shoulders are like up to my ears. And secondly, I can feel the pain in my neck by pressing on certain spots. It literally just shows up as a knot. I can always associate it to something that's going on in my life at the time. Bar, uh, of course, ruling out specific injuries that we've received, you know, that we know have a direct correlation. I got in a car accident, I sprained my neck, I broke something, you know. I'm talking more in terms of those things that show up randomly when we can't really explain them any other way. You know, I didn't overexert myself. I didn't pull a muscle. I didn't, you know. Um, being overweight. What do I fear most? And how am I surrounding myself with layers to protect me from what I fear? That's not that far of a stretch either. If you've struggled with weight, or food, or, or anything along those lines. You know, many of us will know what kind of eater we are. We might refer to ourselves as emotional eaters, or I eat when I'm stressed, or I eat certain things, or I have cravings, and things like that. There could be tons of fear surrounding that. When we say layers to protect me from what I fear, that could also be, you know, if I lose weight, that also changes my life. It's a safety mechanism if we go back to that concept of our bodies, everything has a positive intention. It's trying to protect our love, safety, and belonging. And then lastly, at least for this list and just for this quick podcast, throat problems. What am I not speaking the truth about? So very interesting. And there are lots of other ways you can ask these questions about those things. So when I hear throat, throat problems and ask that question, what am I not speaking the truth about? Have we ever, have you ever, I know I have, have you ever been in a position where you just couldn't find the words or you can't speak or it comes out wrong, right? Um, or we get that choked up feeling or we just, like, we literally get stuck in our throat. So... 
I hope that was interesting. <laughs> and I, again, I would love to, these podcasts are all about just introducing ideas, gaining clarity in different areas of our life, expanding our perspective, shifting our perspective, and creating awareness, right? Every little bit of awareness that we create just allows us to show up as the best version of ourselves. It just, we, we just know ourselves that much better. It kind of slows down what's happening in our lives, and we're able to step back, and that's really what all this is about. So I just wanted to introduce that because I think it's a really interesting concept and something that we very seldom think about. And so the last thing I'll share on this is just um, I found a cool website. It's called curablehealth.com, and they have this cute infographic about chronic pain explained. I'm just going to run through it really quickly because it kind of talks to this whole concept of woundology. Um, so the first step is challenging the childhood experiences, right? It teaches our brain to go in protective mode, and that danger alarm is more sensitive. Something happens to us, and it teaches us something, or creates an experience. Step two is we gain coping strategies like perfectionism and people-pleasing because of what we've now learned as, as a childhood experience. That can create an ongoing state of tension and vigilance in the nervous system. Step three would be major surgeries or incorrect diagnoses, health scares, or more intense experiences of pain. So now we've kind of created this, like we've got an overactive nervous system or overprotective nervous system that produces physical symptoms as an adult, like headaches, stomach aches going back to what I mentioned earlier, right? We react to certain things as adults. Something happens and it triggers an emotion that's based on a past experience, and I could get chronic headaches. I can get stomach aches. I can feel very ill. It makes me tired, whatever that symptom is that shows up. And then we have major life events like trauma, loss, or moving that sometimes coincide with these symptoms that we already have in place. So can you see where this is going when it comes to chronic pain? And again, this is one perspective. I'm just kind of tying it into this whole concept of woundology. Then the cycle of chronic pain continues. It could be a physical injury that appears out of the blue, or it could just be that, that, symptom, or that cycle again of those chronic symptoms. Anytime an overactive nervous system hits its personal tipping point. Then we have learned neural pathways that develop in the body as the pain becomes chronic. So the more the body or the nervous system practices activating a symptom, the easier it becomes to do it again. Right? Our bodies are amazing, by the way. So, again, this might be a, a stretch for you, or it might you might be completely on board with this, or you've heard it before. But it's really interesting. And if you've ever experienced chronic pain, it definitely is uh, worth 
exploring some some background about this, uh, reading some information about it. I have had chronic, what I used to describe as chronic back pain. I actually can absolutely see some of this pattern in the pain that I was experiencing that was chronic. After the, we learn those neural pathways, our brain changes. The brain changes take place when pain becomes chronic. The brain acts protectively, detects danger, and triggers a pain response, even when no danger is present. And then we've got pain-related stress that contributes to the cycle. And then we have the downward spiral. So there's 10 steps in this chronic, uh, chronic pain explanation. The pain continues to gain momentum, activities that naturally relieve the pain and release happy chemicals, so to speak, become restricted while the fear grows. Um, well, actually, it goes on. There are actually 15 steps in this process, but it would then be knowledge, rewiring, self-discovery, and creating new experiences and a fresh perspective. So I wanted to share that because I thought it was really interesting and I had not seen anything as it relates to chronic pain explained in that way. Um, and for me, again, having lived with some chronic back pain, I thought it was very, very interesting. And you might find so too. Again, I found that at curablehealth.com. It is not mine. I, um, I just found that while I was uh, looking for some other things and then thought it would be interesting as it ties to this whole concept of rheumatology. So today I would ask you and, and kind of leave you with the thought of, do you feel stuck in your body somewhere? Is there something that you can release or let go of and just do some exploring around this concept of manifesting pain in the body as it relates to old wounds. Or, let's say there's no physical pain, are you defining your future by your past? Or letting your past define who you are? Are there emotional wounds that need to be healed that could potentially still be showing up in your life or in your body. And then I would say, just listen. Like I say, I think I say almost probably in every podcast, but listening to our intuition, listening to our gut, listening to your bodies. They are very power, powerful, and uh, our bodies tell us a lot about what we're feeling, and, and our minds are extremely powerful. So with that, I hope you have fun with this exercise. I... Um, as always, would love to hear if anything comes up for you or you've made any associations or able to answer any of those questions. If it's something you want to see, I can, I'd be happy to post the woundology checklist on my website. And um, until then, until the next podcast, you can find me at livingitbydesign.com or Jeanette at livingitbydesign.com. Would love to get an email here from you. Look forward to the next podcast, and thanks so much for tuning in.